Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker. And today, I want to invite you to go on a nature hike. I want to encourage you to go on a nature hike. Nature is what we are exploring at the creative campus all throughout the month of August. And going on a nature hike is one way you can explore nature. You can explore nature by identifying plants and animals. By going on a nature hike, you're getting physically active. And when you get kids physically active, as well as adults, you're moving their bodies physically, burning off physical energy, but you're also using their brains. They have to think about what they're doing, what they're seeing, what they're hearing, what they're feeling, what they're smelling, maybe even what they're tasting. All of these things offer up learning experiences. So, I always, whenever possible, am encouraging people to get outside and get moving. I personally enjoy being outside, whether it's simply sitting in the yard or it's going away for a weekend on a camping trip or it's spending a day at the beach. Whatever method of getting into nature you choose is entirely up to you. You can go on a nature hike if you're at the beach. You can build scavenger hunts for the beach. You can go on a nature hike or a nature walk if you're exploring your neighborhood because nature is all around us. There are birds around us. There are trees around us. Some of us are lucky enough to have wooded areas around us. Some of us actually do live close enough to the beach that we get to spend a lot of time there. Even 
fewer of us actually live on the beach. And those of you who do are very, very lucky. I certainly wish I did. Just makes it more special when I actually get to go there for a day. And hopefully those days will come again soon. By exploring and engaging nature, you're exploring other learning and skill building and development opportunities as well. You're giving kids the opportunity to explore and express their emotions. When we're in nature, we think about different things. And as we observe different animals and different plants, we feel different things. We think about different emotions we're able to have. We may observe animal behavior when we're out in nature and feel empathy or sympathy or a need to administer care or any number of emotions. Excitement. Perhaps we witness something that is not a familiar experience and so we experience a little bit of fear. Fear for the animal, fear for the experience that we're observing, any number of things. We would hope that we would be spurred to feel positive emotions, but feeling a wide range of our emotions is always a good thing. When we're out in nature, we observe and engage communication and language. When I'm outside, I usually hear dogs barking. I hear birds chirping. I hear squirrels squawking at each other. These are all forms of communication. And you can explore animals through their communication. And you can even create, as a fun activity, your own bird language or your own dog language or your own insect language as I'm hearing crickets chirping in the background. So you're practicing communication as you're going on your nature hike or your nature walk or your scavenger hunt. However you choose to structure it. Now one of the activities that you can do is you can practice stargazing which lately we have some of us more than others I think 
but we have been experiencing a celestial, I said that word wrong, I think, event that can be viewed at night and, again, is more visible to some people than others depending on the clarity of the sky wherever you're at. So if you can get out at night and look up into the stars, you might see some exciting things happening in the sky above you. And then you can explore what those things are and how they happen and why they happen and why they only happen ever so often and how it is calculated that the time period when they're going to occur again. So that can be a fun way to explore nature as well. I, however, want to encourage you to explore the natural surroundings that you have accessible to you. So that could be the beach. That could be desert area. That could be a forest. Perhaps all you have available to you is a city park. All of these spaces offer different opportunities to explore different aspects of nature. And for each space, you are going to learn different lessons. You're going to observe different experiences. You're going to observe different species. Some of you may be lucky enough to observe lizards. And perhaps that's very natural and common to you. That is not a common thing that occurs where I live. So our surroundings offer up unique perspectives and unique and individual experiences which can make learning with and from others a lot of fun because you can swap stories about things that you observe on your nature hike. (coughs) Excuse me. So I want to encourage you to do just that. We have talked in past episodes about making connections around the world and expanding our social circles. This could be a fun way to do that. Go on a virtual nature hike.
and document the things that you observe and then share them with people near and far. And there are all kinds of social media outlets you can use for that and different video uh, uh, programs that you can use to create those connections. So you can create safe spaces to connect, engage, and share information. I am actually excited to do this myself and ask friends to engage with me because if you create a scavenger hunt to go with your virtual nature hike and you challenge each other to find different versions of things that are on a list then you learn new facts you experience new things you hear exciting stories and the animals around me must have heard that I was talking about going on a nature hike because I'm seeing all kinds of birds flying all around me all of the sudden. I see robins and I see cardinals and I see a blue jay. So these are things that not everybody gets to see up close. They're very common where I'm at, but they're not something that everybody gets to see. So encouraging people to find a feather from a red bird, a blue bird, or a black bird is a great way, or even an orange bird, because robins tend to be orange as well, is a great way to spark curiosity about what kind of bird that feather may have come from. And so you can show off the feather and then you can have conversations about what kind of a bird may have lost that feather and you can research it together. And before you know it, you're having a fun, engaging, virtual learning exploration. You're learning about science, you're exploring new ideas, you're communicating with new people you're practicing your communication skills, and you're having a sensory experience as you are going on this nature hike because there are sights and sounds and smells and textures and even possibly different tastes all around you. So that is a fun activity that I want to encourage you to not only get involved in this week, but it's one that you can put in your home learning arsenal because you can pull it out at different times of the year. And again, 
the exploration of different animals that you observe at different times of the year. Yes, you're revisiting the theme of animals, but you're doing it from different perspectives. And you're going to see different animals in different ways doing different things at different times of the year. Same thing with the stargazing. You are going to see different things at different times of the year. You're going to notice different occurrences. You're going to notice different patterns in the way that things happen in the sky at different times of the year. The sun's going to look different, especially at different times of the day, or the moon, or the visibility of stars or the visibility of planets are all going to be different at different times of the year depending on your different location. And speaking of seeing and hearing and experiencing different things, you will notice throughout this episode we had some sound effects and it's something that I'm playing with. I don't know if that makes it easier to listen to these episodes or if that is distracting. You can leave me your opinion either in the comment section of the episode or you can reach out to me directly and let me know your thoughts. So... Sorry about that. So, I hope this episode encourages you to think about nature in a different way and encourage the kids in your life to think about nature in a different way. Nature is something you can observe. Nature is something you can become a part of. You can break nature up into different categories. You can one week explore plants and animals or plants and insects. Then another week do animals. You can break animals down into multiple categories and study a different category each week. You can do planets as a month-long exploration. There are all kinds of ways that you can get involved in exploring nature. And again, you can practice building language skills and listening skills and have sensory 
experiences and you can practice expressing and working through emotions and on and on and on with the skills and the subjects that you can explore as you surround yourself with nature. You can practice math by collecting and categorizing different plants that you have explored on your hike. I am able to look around me and see 10, maybe 15 different kinds of plant leaves directly in front of me. Are they all the same? No. How are they all different? Why are they all different? How are they all interconnected? What makes them connected to another plant? Are they the same species? Why do some of their shapes look similar? So then you're practicing classification and identification because you're looking at leaves that have five points and leaves that are oblong or circular, leaves that are all green, leaves that are brown or orange or red or yellow. So you're practicing eye-hand coordination, you're practicing critical thinking, you're practicing sorting and identification and classification. And you're doing it all because you got outside, you burned off some physical energy, you engaged some critical thinking, you did some plant identification. And you don't just have to do it with plants. You can do it with animals as well. We all have instant cameras nowadays because we can take digital photos. So you can use a camera to take pictures of animals that obviously you can't collect, but you can take pictures of the animals that you come across and you can have conversations and investigate those animals by asking questions about them and having exploratory conversations. So those are just a few of the countless fun ways that you can get out, get engaged in nature, and learn and practice different subjects like science, like math, like language. You can even practice handwriting and or small motor skills by 
tracing or copying or a specific object. So you could press, say, a leaf or a piece of bark between two pieces of paper and color over top of the rough surface and see what happens when you use a colored crayon or a pencil, but I would suggest a crayon because I think the impressions come out better. You can create stories and reports about the things that you've observed on your nature hike, which you can recall by looking at those photos that I suggested taking along your adventure and then documenting the things that you see. And you're going to practice different skills based on the way that you choose to document. Whether it's you document by typing up the information, so you're going to use small motor skills and eye-hand coordination and different skill sets by working at a computer or on a phone keyboard, you might choose to let the kids verbally dictate their observations and record themselves talking about it. So perhaps they make an audio file where they tell a story about the things that they they saw and experienced and then they share that you may even be willing to video record say an interview where you ask them questions and they do an interview format and lead a discussion about the things that they observed and experienced and then they share those back and forth with their new or friend, existing friends from far away. So these are just a few of the fun things that I thought you would enjoy as you went along on a virtual nature hike with me. I hope that you will go on your own hike and create your own learning experiences and I do hope that you will share them with the rest of us. You can do that by sharing your experiences with me on social media and or by joining the different groups that I host and run including a weekly live lessons program that I offer where we get together, we have these kinds of conversations and we engage in activities like a nature hike where we share our learning experiences. So that's what I have for you this week. I hope that this episode inspires you to get out and explore and be creative about learning about the world around you.
So I want to thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll come back next week when I'll have another fun learning and skill building topic to explore together. Thanks for joining me and I'll talk to you soon.